This episode is brought to you by Storyblocks, a video production company reimagining stock media. Hi, I'm Lloyd. And I'm Ash. Welcome to the Creator Hub for the Culture. Every week, we share content to help you level up on your journey as a creator, and today is no different. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about some of the challenges we faced having to move to LA. We're going to talk about our goals and some of the things we accomplished in the month of April. And then I'm going to share one thing I've learned with you this week. So I want to start by talking about LA and how it's going so far. Ash, what are your thoughts of how it's going? And actually, I just want to say for the people listening, this week was, the, yesterday was the first day I told Ash I legit was having doubts about moving to LA. But outside of that, how is it going? Um, I think it's going well. Obviously, we're, we're looking for an apartment and that can get overwhelming and you love things about one unit and then you see other things, you see reviews, you go around the corner to the back of the building and you're like, yeah. this place is sus. So, um, you know, the, the joys of apartment hunting. But overall, I would say things are going well. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I feel like some days I'm encouraged and other days I just feel like I don't know what's happening and I don't know if it's going to work out. I don't know where I'm going to land. And I feel like I'm one of those people that needs like security. Like I need to feel like I know like where I'm going to be living. That's just like the main thing. And then beyond that, everything else we could sort of figure out like where we go to church, our friends, our gym, our eating, all that stuff kind of follows. But uh, I think until we get the apartment thing figured out, I'm going to feel like I'm living a nomadic lifestyle, which I don't necessarily love. <laughs> On the bright side of things, though, last week we told you that we were going to be hiking, what is the name of the park? Runyon Canyon. Runyon Canyon. And I've got some exciting news. I I'll let you say how you think it went. Y'all, it went amazing. <laughs> yeah. We made it to the top. Woo! Yep, yep. It was, <laughs> I, I felt like... It was one of those things where it's like because it was the first time we were getting to the top, we didn't know where the top was. Yeah. So each time we just kept wondering, like, how far is it? Like, how much further is there to go? Um, but I'm glad we did it. And after we did it, it just felt so great walking down. <laughs> walking down did feel a little yeah. harder. But when we were walking up, there were so many people coming back down. They yeah. were laughing and talking and we just hated those people. <laughs> But I was like, that's going to be us. On the way down, Lloyd, I was like trying to talk and I'm all happy we did it. Lloyd's yeah. like, don't say anything to me you right now. You know those now. people that like having con like deep <laughs> conversations after workout or while you work out and they like to talk about everything in that specific moment? That's Ash. I'm more just like, you, you know, like this is this honestly going down was the hardest part of the workout for me. <laughs> And I it's felt euphoric. You're feeling the feels. You the endorphins are going. You feel like anything, anything is possible. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> so I then you want to talk. Feel. You're happy, but he was so grumpy going yeah. down, and I'm like, "What is your problem? Like, you should be happy now." I think it was because I was hungry. Maybe. Oh yeah. That that could be it. But anyway, we did we did what was impossible, and we did what we said we we're gonna do. So we're gonna do it. <laughs> a few more times, get a little more comfortable, and then maybe find uh, a new hiking trail or a new place to go. But that was a, that's a great way to start the episode. Yeah, and 
so we could still do so we went on the paved side yeah there's a side that's just a dirt yep. right which is more for intermediate and advanced hikers so i mean after we've done the paved side a few times we could switch over to the dirt side too 1000% agree. And before we dive into our goals, I just want to say big shout out to Spotify for letting us record at their studio labs yes. in LA. So we're actually recording this in the Spotify office and I I feel I feel great. I feel like at any moment I could see a celebrity. I don't I'm, I don't know what's going to happen, but it does feel good to be in like a real studio. I low key think I saw Meghan Markle when we first walked in. I don't know if it was her. You know, L.A., y'all got a lot of racially ambiguous people here. You but never know. I think I'm going to say it was Megan. Yeah. I saw Megan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I just keep going out to use the restroom and pretending to get coffee just so I could see, like, if I see other people. But I mean, but I'd be more curious to know what does that say about us? Because we're recording in the same studios that, right. you know, celebrities royalty, right. et cetera, are recording in. So if we're also here, I mean, I'm just putting one and one together to yeah. be two. What does that say about us? Like, I agree. It says, have we made it? Have we arrived? At the very least, we're on the right. Are path. we important? <laughs> <laughs> do we have, do we have security here for us? And I think we're the only people recording right now. And there's like, a, it's like a lot of security, but uh, not a lot of security, but there is security front desk and stuff, but we're the only people here. I don't, so. it's weird. I feel like at some point they're going to be like, wait, what are, who yeah, are these who, people? Are Why are they here? Who got you in here? You don't even go here. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> uh, until then, we're going to do as much as we can get yes. as many episodes done <laughs> um, and so today we're actually talking about some of our goals from last month and um, if you're new here every single month we share some some of like our goals and uh how far we were able to come in terms of accomplishing them and so our first goal is to make fifty thousand dollars in brand deals and sponsorships in the month of march we were at six thousand one hundred and ninety nine dollars in April, we're at $11,034. That includes a $600 newsletter and podcast sponsorship, $424 for like some work we did last month, $536 for a story, a reel, and a podcast sponsorship, $275 for one UGC TikTok video, and then $3,000 for a monthly retainer for a company we create content for on a monthly basis. I feel really good with burr, burr, this burr, burr. work. Yeah. Last <laughs> month when we did this, I didn't feel as good because I felt like yeah. I think last month we only we made twelve hundred dollars. This month we're close, I think five. Um so I feel good. I feel <laughs> I feel like um it it feels kinda I don't know. Like you know when you like tell someone you'll do something, it's like when someone wants you to do something for them. Let's just say your your mom tells you to take out the trash or something and you're just like, Yeah, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. But then, like, later it comes and you realize, like, how much work it actually is. That's how I feel with, like, these deals. Because at first, it was just sort of like, can we close? When people are, like, selling me, I don't – most times I do now. But, like, I'm not really thinking about, like, what is on my plate for this entire month. Yeah. I'm African. I'm just like, yo, close the deal. We'll figure out how to do it I got later capacity. Right. I got capacity. <laughs> and, and and so now, like, that, like, I, I feel like this was a lot of work. And it was the first time I felt like, oh, it feels like a lot of work that you have to complete. Um, but it's Y'all, he exciting. had me at the park trying to get certain angles for right. him, reading him his script. We were recording I'm fighting everywhere. for my life. The ducks are flying past my head out the pond. Yeah. The pigeons. He, I, I 
You earned, I've been working. Yeah, yeah, okay. You have, you have. And I will I, I will give you credit. There's no way I could do it without you because it is like double the work when it's just you. And I feel like because it's the two of us, it's a lot easier to complete. So I will, I do want to give you your flowers. I was editing one of his videos. <laughs> Y'all, this man took 12 takes for one line. Yeah. I'm like cutting the video thinking, okay, great. We finished this section. Let me move on to the next section of the video. No, it's another. Hi, I'm Lloyd. And today, I'm like, how many times did this man say this one line? It was right. like 12 times he said this line that I had to cut to edit this TikTok video. So it's I think, a lot. I feel like, and maybe this is something other creators struggle with too. I feel like there's a lot of anxiety that comes with feeling like, if I if I record all six of these videos at this park in this outfit today and then I go home to edit it tomorrow and I realize I set a line weird or there was like some noise in the background, I'm going to be so screwed and that I, I basically can't use this video. Um, and that's like my fear. Oh, no. Tell them about the lady right. who saw we were filming and was walking past us on the phone and decided, oh, they filming? I'm about to stand right here behind she literally <laughs> was walking with the rest of her family about to pass where we were uh, filming. And she's literally walking at the same pace. And then she realizes, like, I'm filming a TikTok video. Like, I clearly have a microphone in my hand. Ashley's pointing the camera at me. So she knows we're recording and she's walking behind Ashley. But then she looks at us kind of like, what are you guys doing here? And then she decides, I'm going to stop right here, right next to you, like five feet away from us. And I'm going to be talking on the on cell the phone, phone with as somebody. loud as possible. And I just, I felt like it was, um, at first I thought like, there's no way she's doing this intentionally. Oh, I immediately there's knew she was doing no it. no way she could be looking at us and saying, I'm going to sabotage this shoot. <laughs> uh, and so I wait for a little bit, but then she just keeps staring at us. She's like looking over and getting back on the phone. And her daughter is yelling at her yes. like, come on, her, let's She go. has an adult daughter. Yeah. And so the daughter is literally yelling at her like, let's go. And her daughter sees what she's doing, but she's not trying to like call her mom out like yeah. that. It was hilarious. And then, oh, what about the mountain biker guy? Yeah. And then, so, <laughs> so this, the first lady, she walks past. She like goes and, she, you know, she finally moves along. And then I start recording the second video. And I feel like, you know, we're doing multiple takes. We're finding our rhythm. I'm finally into it. And then all of a sudden, I just hear this loud whiff of wind behind <laughs> me. I have no idea what it is. I just hear something move really, really fast. Turns out, like, the, the area, the park we were at, obviously, had, like, some sort of, like, bike trail. And there was, like, this beautiful patch of flowers behind me that I was using as my background. And I guess through the flowers, this, like, biker guy just, like, going from the top of the hill to the bottom as fast as It was as a he steep hill, y'all. so fast. He flew down. There was, yeah. like, a tiny, thin path. You could tell, okay, a lot of bikers come down this steep hill. Yeah. Because um, it was only, you know, wide enough for bikes. And it's just this huge field of yellow wildflowers. It's beautiful. And so yep. Lloyd's just recording. He doesn't see it. I do. This guy just comes flying yeah. down this hill on it his mountain so bike. I, 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 at first it caught me off guard. And I didn't even know what actually explained to me after what that was and what happened. But even when I looked at like the video, 
it it was just so crazy capturing yeah. that moment on video. So maybe we'll put that out as like a blooper for next week. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's just the things of recording outside. And yeah. I will say that here, obviously, people are definitely more like cool about you recording. Yeah, um, they don't care. So that that's been nice. Um, so we've been having fun with it. We absolutely have. Our second goal for last month was to our, our second goal is to hit 10,000 subscribers in our newsletter, which is also called the Creator Hub newsletter. In March, we were at 479. In April, we are at 598. We literally need two more to get to 600. If you're listening to this right now, <laughs> just go to your computer, type in bigcreator.energy and subscribe immediately and You'll get the chance to win $100 if you do it within the next seven days, um, which is before May 9th. So help us out. On top of that, I write the newsletter, guys. And if I must say so myself, it is hilarious. It is very good. And very informative as well. So, you know. It's worth your time. Yeah, I get several <laughs> messages throughout the week of people just saying how much they enjoy it and how much it doesn't feel like a newsletter to them. And I think that is like our goal in creating it. And so that feels really good. But uh, we would love for more people to read it and for more people to support us. Uh, so go subscribe so we can get to 600. Um, I will say going from 479 in March to 598 in April, I feel very good about that. It's been a few months since our newsletter has increased in subscribers this is the first month in three months that's happened so i feel very very happy about that and um in one of those uh one of those days so one thing i've been doing is there's a website called letter growth and you can go there and you can pay an amount to advertise in another newsletter this is great not just for people with newsletters but if you have a podcast you should go to letter growth find a newsletter that is in the same niche as your podcast message the person that runs that newsletter and ask them like, hey, how much would you charge me to advertise? So for example, someone actually let me pay them $25 to advertise in their newsletter. And so if you have a, a, a episode come out, or if you have a big guest and you want to get more like traction, pay the $25 and have them feature that specific podcast episode. And it's like, you can track all the clicks. It's, it's just a great way to get new people to like find your work. I think when we think of like newsletter sponsorship, we think of people that are like very big and, you know, uh, and so it could cost a lot, but that is a very effective way to do that. That's something I've been doing last month. And I think we've grown with over almost 150 subscribers in one month. And so that, that's really encouraging to, to see. Um, any additional thoughts on the newsletter before I go to our third goal? Um, well, aside from the fact that you mentioned that we weren't having growth, that's not completely true. You kept like scrubbing the list down, um, which we talked about in an, in another episode. So I don't want people to think it hasn't been growing at all. We're just like really refining the list to make sure that um, the people that are receiving it actually want to receive it. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. I've been creating content now for a little over a year. During that time, I've learned a lot about the types of videos that perform well. One thing is for certain, you need to make your videos as engaging as possible and I have a very easy and cost-efficient way to make that happen. I'd like to introduce you to my latest sponsor, Storyblocks. Storyblocks is a video production platform that reimagines stock media to support a rapid video creation with a truly unlimited model and easy to use tools that help you exceed your business goals by using video. There are really three big reasons why I think you should check out Storyblocks. With the exception of my video editor, Shane, 
None of us listening are professional video editors. Storyblocks provides thousands of professional pre-made motion graphics. There's also a large pool of stock videography to use. I mean, they literally have over 1 million videos for you to choose from. Now, my lawyer said I couldn't say their name, but I recently worked with and I got charged a million different fees, which is why I love that Storyblocks has transparent pricing. Because I need to use every dollar I have to grow my creator business. I think Storyblocks could help you level up as a creator, which is the reason I decided to partner with them. Make sure you go to storyblocks.com slash creator hub. That's S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash C-R-E-A-T-O-R-H-U-B. You can also find the link in the show notes. Yo, welcome back. Let's get back into it. Our third goal is downloads. And so our goal is to get to 10,000 monthly podcast downloads. In the month of March, we are at 1,531. In April, we're at 917. This is the second month in a row our podcast downloads have decreased. The first, like last month, it decreased, but not drastically. It only went down by 60 downloads for the month. This is very, very drastic. Now, I have a few reasons why this is. Please. But. Tell us. I'm not I'm quite sure. I'm curious to know. <laughs> so, like, um, in the month of um, March, we had two podcast episodes per week. And so we were releasing more content. So oh. we were still getting the same number of downloads. But because we had more episodes, we basically doubled our listenership. And so um, in the month okay. of April, I got a little overwhelmed and said, we're not doing that anymore. And so um, our downloads have decreased. I also think a part of it is we've been focusing a lot on just sort of like how do we get more podcast listeners to find our episodes? Mm -hmm. But I don't think we've been focusing as much on like how can we make the actual episodes better so that when people find us, it's almost like our, the stickiness of our podcast mm -hmm. is so that they keep listening. And I just haven't had enough bandwidth to really focus on that. There's so many more things from like a production standpoint that I think I could be doing to make the episodes more engaging. And right now I kind of feel like I'm doing like the bare minimum, which is just like I'm lucky just to be consistently putting out an episode right. every week. And so I what think are some examples of the production things you were hinting at that we could be doing? Yeah, like last week, the episode we released where we were talking about different things going on in the creator economy, like news things. Mm -hmm. I think behind every story, we could put minor background music so that it feels a little more engaging versus just listening to people talk. Mm -hmm. It's not incredibly like boring just hearing people talk, but it could be more engaging, mm -hmm. for an example. Um, another one is like if you start your podcast with um, something that's really engaging, like a, a cliffhanger, for instance, so that the first 60 seconds of your podcast podcast are engaging so mm. that people listen past that point okay if someone listens to your podcast but they stop before the first 60 seconds they're actually not going to count that as like a download um okay. and so i just haven't had time to do that so we just start the episode where it starts okay well yeah. sounds like some areas that i can help in yeah, 1,000%. Um, so I'm excited that, like, I, I feel like we haven't had a month in a long time except, like, January where all three of our goals increased. Uh, and so that's something I definitely want to do next month just to make sure that our, our money, our newsletter subscribers, and our podcast downloads are all going up. Um, 
The last thing I want to talk to you is like, I want to read uh, something that got me thinking. Um, and it's by okay. a guy named Justin Moore, who is like a sponsorship coach. He's like a genius when it comes to like helping people get sponsorship. I made a post on, um, uh, I think it was LinkedIn talking about like brand deals and sponsorships and like three or four different people tagged this guy just because like that's all he talks about, like how to get like sponsorship. So here's a post that he wrote on LinkedIn. I want to read it to you and I want to talk about it. Justin okay. says, why I'll never have competitors. Literally, no one will be able to touch the massive body of work I will generate over the next decade about sponsorship strategy. And I just love that so much that like, what if like I changed my perspective to be more centered around, hey, forget like how I performed this year. What will my body of work look like over the next 10 years? Like, how can I how can I create content today in a way where it's like this individual video really doesn't matter. But when you combine it with all the other videos I've done for the last 10 years, then it's like this is the central place to come for information for creators. And I think we're, we're so like short term minded sometimes that it's hard to see it that way. I agree with that. Um, that phrase of like body of work. I was actually thinking about that with our podcast episodes, just how we could do so much more with them. Um, from having a blog post. Of course, now we're trying to be better at being consistent with the video clips from every episode that we put out. Um, consistently posting the full episode to YouTube. Like there's so many yeah. other things that we could be doing way more consistently just with our footage and um, audio from the podcast. Yeah. Um, where we're not necessarily having to recreate the the wheel or generate any new content. Yeah. Um, it's just using what we already have. So um, I, I think this is a good point. 1000% agree. And I think part of it too is like when we think about like our content performing well, I think we think about it so much from a perspective of like how many viewers, like what are my numbers, right? So we might say something like this piece of content got 100 impressions, but we don't necessarily think about it from the perspective of like how do we like add value to people? And I think just mm -hmm. like changing that frame of mind could make it seem like I'm creating like the central repository for people to get information on how to be better creators. And I think just like like changing how we frame it um, will help with just sort of like this goal of just thinking about like our content as like a body of work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I um, I, I love his content. And I think every time I see his content, it always is just like a good reminder of like my perspective. Because I think like on the day to day, it's very easy to get so like micro focused. Lasered in. Yeah. yeah. And I think this way it's more just sort of like you have time, you're creating art and you're creating something that requires you be consistent. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like going to the gym in the sense that like you might be creating every day and not see any like improvement or, or like tangible change for three months, four months, five months, but um, doing it for three years, like then it'll feel sort of like, oh, fantastic. I've created something almost like a masterpiece, so to speak. Right. So one of the things I forgot to share last week was just the story about the sales guy that I told you about in last week's episode. We've been apartment hunting, which means we've been taking a lot more tours. And last week I told you about a guy that we interacted with that is a sales guy. He was like a sales guy, sales guy. And it was just fascinating to see how like he went about like giving us our tour. And so one of the things that happened when we were walking from like one of the units he was showing us is he like we're walking and he stops us and he's like, hey, you know what? If you guys want tomorrow during lunch, you can actually bring your lunch here to the apartment 
and you can have lunch in the unit just to get a feel of what it's like to live here. Because the unit was facing the street. Yeah. And we were like, uh, I don't know if there's going to be a noise issue. And he was like, hey, bring your lunch. Have lunch in the unit. And, you know, just kind of see during that prime time of traffic how... Right. <laughs> and it was just so funny. Like, we, we were both trying not to laugh, but I just could not believe that he was actually, like, saying this to us. It was hilarious. Um, and so that was just so funny. And I think that just goes to show, like, he was selling, like, one of those people that was, like, told, like, yo, by any means necessary, close this deal. And yeah. I just, we thought, I just thought that was so funny. So I wanted to share that last week, but I totally forgot. So I thought I'd share it today. Um, I really appreciate you being here. Um, as we just said, if you haven't, please subscribe to our newsletter. We would really appreciate it. Um, also, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on Apple or Spotify, yes. just so that we know what you love about our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next week, peace. Bye.